Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay. You are listening to a post-ISE edition of my Rants and Raves podcast, and I'm excited to be joined with uh, Gavin Downey. Gavin is uh, with Epson. Gavin, how are you? I'm great, Gary. Thank you. You and I spent some time together at ISE, and you gave me an awesome booth tour, and I want to encourage people to go take a look at, uh, at uh, raypubs.com slash ISE2018 is our uh, URL. Um, so there are some, there are some key things that uh, I noticed in the show um, uh, in your, in your stand at the show that I want to talk about. But first off, what were your overall impressions of the show, show attendance, the quality of attendance and your impressions of the traffic through your stand? Uh, thanks Gary. I think it was a, it was a very, very positive show for us. Um, so we now granted we didn't take a explicit numbers, but, um, we suspect that traffic was up at the show overall. I suppose we'll know after ISC publishes those figures. And we definitely felt like traffic on our stand was um, uh, better than last year. And last year was a good year as well. So um, it seems like ISC is a thriving show. We noticed there was quite a bit of international participation. We had um, virtually every region from Epson re represented there. And we had a pretty consistent flow of customers from all around the world. I tend to agree with you. We know that the number is over 80,000. We don't know the exact number yet. So they definitely set a record. Um, in your stand, the first thing you saw when you walked up to your stand was a giant um, curved demo that uh, was a sort of, sort of, a, it, it was sort of soothing. I think it was sort of a meditational demo. It was really neatly done, uh, real professionally done, I should say. And it was, it was this little story, a little cartoon story, but it showed the power of a, uh, image mapping and warping with the, the new line of laser projectors. Exactly. I think um, it's a following from the prior year where we did uh, a fairly sophisticated uh, mapping onto an F1 car. So uh, that received a lot of attention. And I think uh, um, we did a nice job of sort of following on that because we definitely had a bunch of people in front of the booth um, and we provided seating and it was very, very immersive because it, it came all the way down to people's feet and then towered over them. So it was a really immersive show. We got uh, very good reviews on it. Uh, but again, it was really demonstrating the uh, blending, warping. I think it was uh, over 150,000 lumens. So it was an exciting piece. Yeah, it, it, was, it was very impressive. We took some video of it. Um, you should definitely go to our ISE microsite and just type in the word Epson, the name Epson, and you'll see all the videos we shot. Um, and uh, so uh, if, you, if you walk through the show, the clear theme was laser, 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 and a little bit more laser. Uh, you had uh, you had a new line of uh, of multi uh, lumen rated laser projectors aimed at education and other environments as well, but primarily education. Let's talk about those first. Mm. Yeah, I, I think um, in the education space where we're a leader here in North America, I think um, we were very excited to show uh, a brand new platform. So uh, in four thousand, five thousand, and six thousand lumen laser. So. Um, Epson laser in those lumen bands, which is a first for us. So um, you'll see we're extending our range of laser projectors upwards in terms of our 20,000 and our native 4K uh, offerings that we can talk about, but then also moving into 4,000, 5,000, and 6,000, which is really the sweet spot for education, um, everything from K-12 uh, up through high ed. So um, you know, the TCO, you know, the total cost of ownership uh, equation with respect to education and laser, it really changes the game um, in terms of if you look at the number of hours that are traditionally projectors are used in education, and then you compare that up against the 20,000 hour 
uh, lifespan for the laser projectors, it really does change a game in terms of um, providing a very cost-effective, long-term solution for bright and brilliant images. So it's an exciting, it was an exciting launch for us. I think a lot of people tend to gravitate towards the 20,000 lumen or the 12,000 lumen native 4K, but um, you know, we got a tremendous amount of positive feedback on uh, 4, 5, and 6 that we announced. But we do, we do and should talk about the new four, native 4K because obviously that's the next generation resolution. Uh, you, did, you did show a native 4K, as you said, approximately 12,000 lumen projector, um, and it was very popular. Yeah, I think it, it, it really opens up uh, the door to sort of innovative and novel applications. Uh, you know, you could do, you could tile uh, a single uh, 4K image into four um, HD images. And, you know, when you start to think about the applications for that, even in an education context where you could put a tremendous amount of information up, um, uh, particularly if you edge blended, and even, you know, outside of the fixed installation aspects of a native 4K at 12,000 lumens, um, when you start to think about using it for mapping, I mean, in essence, you could turn the outside of a building into a 4K TV. So um, I think when, you, when, when these types of tools, very compact, very bright, very high resolution tools that you can blend and warp light, I think when they get in the hands of very creative individuals and, and certainly the production uh, community, you're going to start to see some incredible things. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, you already sort of are pioneering laser in a lot of different direction, projection in general. I mean, now it's in every product category for the most part, or most, most every product category. And of course, another little popular, uh, I, I should say another popular category is this kind of unique product that you have that's 15,000 lumen but only use 115 volts. Um, that's pretty substantial because for the rental market, that changes everything. It does. I mean, uh, the number of locations, obviously, that have standard power far outweigh the number of locations that have 208 or 220. So it makes it much, uh, much easier uh, and lower cost to deploy very, very large images, uh, particularly in um, like corporate settings, conference centers, things of that nature. So, yeah, it, it's really exciting. I think it speaks to Epson's focus on efficiency. So um, we have a very, very large engineering staff in Japan, and the efficiency of our products are very, very important, not only from a green perspective, but also from uh, allowing additional flexibility. Uh, we just recently launched a very large format printer that in that class of printer uh, most of the competitors run on 208 and we, uh, we announced, you know, 115, 120 volt. And um, so we're disrupting across multiple verticals in terms of efficiency. It's a sort of a, a core belief of Epson to uh, make highly efficient products. Well, all of it, as I said, we went around and shot individual product videos. All of it is at, uh, on our website at ravepubs.com. Click on the ISE banner at the top, or you can go directly to actually in the, in the description for this podcast, you'll see, a link directly to all the Epson videos that we shot at the show. Gavin, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. And we'll see you at DSE, and then we'll see you again at Infocom. DSE, little sneak peek, they're going to launch a product officially at DSE that I saw at ISE that is one of the best new projection products I've seen in probably two or three years, um, maybe even five years. I mean, go out, maybe even go out on a limb there because – um, it's, it's not aimed, and this is not just a projector for pretty pictures or perf perfect imaging and perfect, this is an application-based projector that is going to have some 
awesome digital signage applications. So that's a little sneak peek. You should definitely head over to DSE and uh, we're going to cover it, of course, uh, and check it out. So thanks, Gavin. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Gary. Everyone, thanks for listening and have a great day.